2: Pimmes in the dock, John. Good to see you, man. As good always,
1: we're going to talk about the UFC, and we're going to we're going to specify a little bit in in uh, we're going to dig deep into something. Um, we're digging deep today.
2: Yeah, this was the Robert Whitaker Darren Till card.
1: Yeah, I think what, it's the last one at
2: Fight Island. Maybe yeah. I don't
1: know where the next one is. We're going to talk about that fight and and there's something. I want to talk about with that fight, and then uh, so this will be uh, this will be your your show mainly, but we're also going to talk about some things that I have a little more expertise on. Um, first of all, we're talking about um, Fight Island, Robert Whitaker against uh, Darren Till. Uh, it was a good fight. It was it was a extremely technical fight not an extremely action-packed fight, even though there was a considerable amount of action. I don't think it was fight of the night action, but it could have been a performance of the night. I think on both sides, actually, they both had like really good strategies, really good technique, really good time. Everything was good. It's just that. Um, it's just that I think Robert... Whitaker had a little more tools. So his game was a little more um, multifaceted. And I think that's what made him, gave him the win. Like if it was just striking back and forth, uh, I don't know. Could have been a draw. But the fact that Robert also did the takedowns um, and a little bit of groundwork, I think that's what changed the outcome. I think he also had more significant strikes, more total strikes. Yeah, he did have more total fights, more strikes. knockdowns, more takedowns. The ta- yeah, the takedowns. Yeah, so the takedowns I think were huge, and his number of strikes were more. But even though they looked a lot more on the um, on the uh, on the meter. I don't think that's really a good indicator that much because that's just a quantity, not quality. And I think the quality, I think it was pretty even standing. Um, but I think the um, the takedowns and the and the groundwork, and I think some of those strikes weren't, you know, were from a clinch and taken down during the takedown. So I don't know. I think it was a close fight no way i think it was a b- uh, bad decision i think definitely robert Whitaker won but it was a good fight a good fight um not the best fight of the year but maybe one of the best strategies of the year
2: i think yeah i thought it i, I thought it would have maybe been uh maybe that fight would have ended not gone 5 rounds for 5 minutes with those two guys yeah i don't know i expect to see a fight like that end in five rounds
1: so I think I think the fact that um that um there was so much good defense on both sides um the the standing was just a lot closer you know and a lot I think a lot of those strikes were that the un un, you know the unequal number were on the ground not sure so Robert Whitaker what he was already number one right should be he was a, he's the ex champ. I don't know.
2: I think he's number one or two, maybe two. Yeah, know, so he's sure. coming back to at some point. What do you do? You give him another title shot. Um, what happens to him next? Do you think?
1: Um,
2: who's their champion? Adesanya.
1: Yeah, and he's fighting yeah. Coda. Coda, uh,
2: Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so, we'll so that was the five Where's round the fight? Main, a fight. main event
2: fight. The one fight on here that. I was going to ask you about was Gustafson. Yeah. Why does he go up to heavyweight? What does he? What does that do for a fighter that's already fighting at two hundred five, and then you fight at two hundred forty? Like, why do you make that change?
1: Change up a change. Different opponents. A different. It's a different. It's a different. Um, it's a different demographic. It's like, um, it's a different level of of uh, of uh, skill. Um, it's a different kind of skill. It's like, it's just, they're heavyweights, so they're going to be...
2: Heavyweights, to me, seem to have more variety in what they could be. You could have a massive power puncher like Naganu, or you could have, you know, like some of the older traditional heavyweights that don't look like him, that are standing up and and punching, and then you could have a Verdum, who's so dangerous on the ground. Yeah,
1: but I think, I think the light heavies... Um, just have a little more speed. They have almost as much power, but a lot more speed and versatility. Uh, I don't know versatility, but definitely they're you know they're just they have a lot more um, agility. I think the the light heavies. So I think they got the knockout power with a lot more agility, um, and then the the heavyweights have a lot more a lot more power less. Less uh, agility and not as much speed. So I mean, some people like like the heavyweight division better, even if they could make uh, light heavyweight. So maybe, uh, maybe, um, maybe just wanted to test the waters. Didn't work out too well for him. But well, that was a
2: brutal ending. <laughs> I mean, he got his arm taken and it turned bad pretty quickly.
1: It was over in two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. But before that, two, before the ending. He was showing like he was outspeeding Verdum, so maybe that's what he thought was gonna be the uh, you know the uh, the entirety of the fight. I think maybe he thought he his speed and agility because he has the same height or maybe even more height. Um, so maybe he thought his speed and agility uh, could over you know overcome where in the light heavies uh, maybe it would not. So maybe, maybe that's why you went up. I don't know. Didn't work out well for him, though. No, it didn't work out. I wonder so. if we'll see him at heavyweight again or if he's
2: back down at light heavyweight. Um, he's, he, this is, did he talk
1: about retiring? Because he did after the last fight, I think. I didn't I didn't watch his post-fight uh, interview. I just saw the fight. Yeah, it was over I pretty quick. I was watching it on my cell phone. So, so we'll talk about that. Um, what else? Uh, hey, Carla Esparza, my favorite female fighter. The Cookie Monster. She looked pretty good um that was a split decision i don't i don't know why, but uh I thought she won uh, unanimously, but rodriguez you know looked pretty damn good, cut her pretty bad, but i thought it was cookie i thought the cookie monster had complete control of that so i i thought she definitely won that fight yeah that was a that was a split decision yeah yeah, yeah it was weird and then we had the the semi main Was like I felt like I was watching. uh, I felt like I was back in uh, back in Pride, back in like two thousand and six, watching this fight. They fought, didn't they, in two thousand and six? I don't know something like that, but (laughs) we had we had Little Nog versus uh, Shogun Rua, and uh, yeah, they called this a rubber match, but it was not, right? I didn't think so. Why they call it a rubber match? Didn't they just fight? They fought twice.
2: I think they fought twice before. Oh, and and I think who Shogun won? won them both. Oh, I did. I didn't. Know I think that. so. I have to go go back and look.
1: Yeah, I'll look. But they uh, called
2: it a rubber match. I'm not
1: sure. They throw that, that word around all the it time. It just means they
2: fought three times. Yeah, it's
1: like <laughs> they were they were they were calling uh, Chuck versus uh, Tito. versus Tito a rubber match. It's like that's not a rubber match. You have to be one and one. To be a rubber match guys. just FYI. But, uh, yeah, let, let's uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if they fought before. But watching them fight, let me just say something. How is is uh, Shogun Hua not 50 years old? He looks like he should be 50 years old. I mean, nothing against him and all. He's still a badass, but he actually looks like he's 50 years old. I don't – I couldn't – I can't believe – He's not even 40. Oh, really? Ho- I would Sh- not have guessed that. Sh- <laughs> I would have lost that. Shogun part. Hua is not even 40. How did that happen? It, he looks like he should be 50. So, yeah, anyway. Yeah, he
2: was back fighting Forrest Griffin and Sheeta Coleman, Chuck Liddell. When did he fight Chuck in UFC 97?
1: God, that was terrible. That was terrible, man. I remember those days. Yeah, so they, they fought. He beat them in a, one on a 90, oh, 190, UFC 190, and then when did he fight them again? He UFC must him. 97. That's when he fought them the first time? That was 2009. He, so he be, did he beat them both times? Yeah, who won. Yeah, who won. So this is the third time. So, yeah, why people call that a rubber match is crazy. So... All right. Let's talk about two controversies. Well, one, the fight, um, which was uh, the controversial uh, late stoppage, which um, was uh, was that one? That was uh, Trinaldo against uh, Herbert. Trinaldo hit him with a weird one because he hit him like it glanced off think, his forehead. I think this was round three because because Herbert was doing pretty well.
2: He was uh, breaking. Trinaldo has that guard; he holds his both of his elbows up in front of him.
1: Oh shit! It was. I thought that was the first round because I didn't watch that fight. No, yeah. I saw so the end. So Herbert
2: was getting the best of him on the feet. He kept uh, landing. Um uh, doing really well into the into the third round until he got tagged.
1: Yeah, right on top of his head, basically. Yeah, like bounced off his forehead, um, and he he kind of postured in a fu- a weird way. Like you could tell there was some brain damage, uh, brain injury, um, and then he fell to the ground, and he brought his arms up, but one arm. Yeah. Well, the other arm came up here. Yeah. So the way he brought his arms up could have been either because of brain, a brain injury, so it could have just been a weird kind of, like, posturing, you know, or maybe he was actually trying to defend. Well, Dan Hardy, who was one of the announcers, definitely thought he was posturing, and it should have been stopped. So he started yelling to stop the fight, and I think there was four strikes that were thrown, and then... um you know Herb Dean did stop it but then there was a an argument between Dan Hardy and Herb Dean and um I don't know I don't know
2: uh well, I think you're asking too much of the ref the ref's not a neurologist and if the ref was a neurologist he would stop all the fights before they started so this is You know, he got hit in the head. He looked like in the replay, in slow motion, with the benefit of the doubt, you can go back and watch it and say, oh, he was was out as he was falling. He's putting his arms up. Maybe just as a posturing, he's not defending himself. He's just going stiff, basically. And uh, you could certainly make that argument after the fact. But Herb Dean, it wasn't like he was out on the other end of the octagon and couldn't see what was going on. He was right over what was happening and stood there and just waited for – Ronaldo to punch him a few more times. And, and
1: since is off to the side of him coming in, if his eyes were just kind of staring blankly, that's one thing. But he actually said he saw his eyes looking at his opponent and him putting up
2: in a defensive way. Well, the two people with the best view of what was going on were Ronaldo and Herb Dean. They were both standing over Herbert. One of them thought the fight should go on, and one of them thought it shouldn't. I mean, Ronaldo stood there and didn't hit him again.
1: Yeah, he just well, stood there
2: as like he's this is over. Like, I'm not hitting him again. Yeah. So you do have to say the fighter who's in there just to basically put the guy out of, you know, separated from his consciousness, decided not to hit him anymore. Yeah. So there is a little bit, those they were both in there. They were both looking. There was a little bit, obviously, difference of opinion. They, the two of them had. But, but Dan think- Hardy screaming from the commentator's box or whatever was a little bit of a... I guess that's only something that can only happen in a no fan
1: arena. It's totally quiet. Yeah, but and, and on the Trinaldo thing, it looked to me like Trinaldo when he hit him and dropped him. It looked like he thought he was hurt. I don't think he was. You know, I I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think he was assessing his his neuro status once he hit the ground. I think he noticed. The way he fell, and I thought the way he fell, just because of that, it should have been stopped. But not being, but then if you did that, you would stop so many fights. And once the guy hits the ground, if he wakes back up, like he did, he was awake. Yeah, right. Right, right so, after that, so you can't. If you stop the fight because of the way the guy fell, and then he woke right up, I mean, that would have been, and I mean, people would have been complaining even worse. But this sport. It's such a unique sport, and
2: you're, you know, there's no, there's no absolute. If someone yeah. gets knocked out on their feet, the fight's not necessarily over.
1: No, like, it. look at a, yeah, that fight with, uh, with, um, with, uh, what's it, Congo, with Congo, and and it was a, uh, it was the Thug Rose's boyfriend. Um, remember that. So yeah, tell.
2: Remind me what happened. Well, he
1: knocked out. Like uh, he he got dropped, and I mean, almost knocked out. And it looked. I mean, he was like walking. He was he was out. I mean, he was basically out. And then he got dropped again. He was out. I mean, but he let him. They let it continue. And kind of half stood up. Or the guy came in to finish him, and he caught him with something and knocked him out. But this guy, he didn't know oh, where yeah, he was. Yeah.
2: What? Well, I remember, but but that's the problem is none of these fight ending sequences are the same. And then you have different reps. There's going to be some variability and he made the best decision he could at the time. Yeah. And I think, you know, he could have stopped it. He could have not stopped it, but I think is there a role for Dan Hardy to be screaming to stop the fight where everyone can hear him when he isn't someone that should be stopping the fight either, either jump in the ring or don't say anything. I don't know. Like, just screaming, stopping the fight for the commentator—is that—is that the right thing to do?
1: No, and it's actually—it's uh, actually illegal. Um, Maybe not in Abu Dhabi. It's not. Well, the it depends on what rule. Yeah, it depends on the rules. But then, it definitely was—it definitely was confusing. You know, for the referee, he doesn't know who's yelling it. Because then anybody could yell, stop the fight. Then next thing you know. You know, he's the guy's corner saying stop the fight, you know? So, I don't know. I, um, from what I th- saw of it, I mean. It, I was, a con- it was confusing. I, I would was. say is the best analysis
2: medically would be it was confusing. If you want to take a purely medical stance, they shouldn't be fighting at all. And if you want to take a purely fighter stance, Tornaldo stopped. He didn't keep hitting him. So, there's your answer in my mind right there. That fighter know, knew his opponent was so injured he didn't want to injure him anymore. So there right. was a discrepancy between Herb Dean and the fighter. Now, right. the guy on the ground, he probably is happy to have it
1: stopped. He didn't even know it was happening. No, but but if he did stop it, if he stopped it and the guy was on the ground and Chernobyl or Trinaldo didn't, didn't want to hit him anymore, so if, if Herb just stopped it on that account, and then so he, he didn't hit him, so he stopped him, and this guy jumps up because I wasn't even hurt. Now we're gonna. Now we're having trouble, right? Yeah, just like we did with uh, Keith Peterson,
2: right? So there was no question who won this fight, right? No matter how it ended, there was no question who won this fight. But Herbert was Herbert was winning that fight up until that point.
1: Yeah.
2: So it was. It was. uh... I think that that was certainly interesting. It was confusing. I don't think you could put too much blame on Herb Dean for that, Uh, and I do think. Dan Hardy being that outraged. If you're gonna be that outraged, jump in there. <laughs> jump on save him. I don't know. For me, I, I don't know that it, it's just it's a different environment now. You can hear those guys talking. Yeah. We've seen this happen since since they started having no fans. You see the commentators saying what like like DC saying what the guy should do, and then he starts doing it because he can hear DC <laughs> the guy looks over and
1: says, Thanks. Yeah, or nice. we have Glover when he was fighting uh when he was fighting Anthony Smith, his corner was saying, hey, keep jabbing. You're, you're hitting him with all the jabs. And Glover actually looked at his corner and goes, not all of them. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, and then, and then with the tooth thing, and Glover apologized to him. He goes, I'm sorry, man, but this is part of the game. And Anthony, you can hear Anthony Smith saying, hey, no, it is what it is, bro. No problem. So, I mean, it's kind of funny getting those, that hearing that shit. You know, but, it
2: is so, but it, but definitely, if you have someone yelling "stop the fight," there should be some kind of, I don't know, some kind of rule on that. I should, I should,
1: some kind ideas. of uh, <laughs> kind of sanction. What would they do? What? How would they? How would they rectify that? Hey, can you, can you talk for like two minutes on on a on a speaker? It's it's John Hackleman. I'm t- I'm with uh am with the Doc. What is is the Pitmaster and the Doc. Our podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, just, we're just, we're going back and forth on that, on that stoppage thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Do you mind? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. All right. So we got, oh, hey, well, we got, we got Herb Dean. Hey, Herb Dean. Hey, how you doing? So, okay, so what, what we're talking about was, for me, I finally saw it because um, uh, I only saw it on my on my iPhone before, and I didn't get the right angle. Um, but there's something there's something called like posturing, and so, that's when people kind of make weird like uh, their their arms get stiff, and you've seen that when people knock out, right? Yes, so that, yeah, so there's that, and then there's defensive, you know, j- a gesture. So two things that happen that I noticed. Um, was the second he got hit, he postured. But then when he hit the ground, his arms didn't weren't posturing. It looked like he was actually being defensive, and it looked like his eyeball wasn't looking straight up. It was actually looking at his opponent. So it looked like it looked like he got hurt really bad, and then it looked like he was being defensive. So I think if you would have stopped it when you, when like everybody you know as soon as they hit the ground. If he bounced back up and said, "Hey, what the fuck? I was winning the fight, and I'm fine," you would have been catching a lot more shit than than you are now by by letting him at least try to defend himself. What do you think?
0: Well, I think this. I think well, we know he was hurt. I mean, my, we we all know he's hurt because he, he got hit. and yeah. Fell with a delayed reaction. Yeah. So we know he was hurt, but our we don't know how hurt. Right. right. So. Because we're not inside and we're not living with it. What we, uh, well, all we can do is just judge what 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 we see. Yeah. So I see him look at his opponent. I definitely know he's looking at his opponent. Um, I definitely know that he's he's facing his opponent. He's got arms in between his opponent. He's got his leg up as if uh, he's gonna if the guy comes in for position. He's got his leg up. That's what really important for me. And his pants off the ground off the mat. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's a lot of things
1: that done right. Yeah, and so
0: I have to figure. I have to let that play out. We know that, and then I'm up close because I'm thinking about stopping the fight. But with those things in place, I have to see how he responds.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. I see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a those are Those are a lot of things. You know, what I mean, it's not just. I mean, we we see if somebody falls to the ground and they're laid flat out, uh, arms out and not looking at their opponent, of course we stop it before the next shot lands. Yeah. If somebody's looking at their opponent but doing nothing with their arm, of course we stop it before the next spot, shot lands. Yeah. But if all his body, his arms and his legs and head are doing the right thing, I'm gonna have to think that he's there's some they, that he's guiding him, you know? Yeah. And yeah. give him the chance.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and and if he and if uh I mean if you stop it when he gets hurt, it looks like he was hurt and when he, before he fell, but if you stop it, if he wakes up when he falls and you stop it, this isn't, I mean, this, I mean, this is a, I mean, this is a dangerous sport. I mean, shit, he's, well, uh, is, I mean, yeah, this, this, that's the tough part about our sport. There's no, uh, it, there's no counts. Yeah, so exactly. In our sport, guys get hurt, they fall to the ground, and if they recover,
0: we let them continue. Many times they come back and win the fight. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's what we do in. And I don't, you know, I, I can't tell. We know he's hurt, but we can't tell how hurt. All we can see is what the person is doing. If they're doing things that look like they're preparing to defend themselves, maybe not as bad. I mean, yeah,
1: but you know, if they look like they're doing things to defend themselves, we have to let them give it a try. Yeah, you do. You do. Dinner, we
0: we get in real close so that so that uh, you know, if if it turns out that they're taking shots, we can stop the fight, like I did. Yeah. And you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't see anything. Uh, you
1: know, no, I actually, I actually was like, uh, I was actually nervous because I heard that uh, Dan Hardy stuff. I don't want to talk about that right now because I know that's enough is enough. But I mean,
0: yeah, it's, it's enough. I mean, uh, the bottom line, is I, I have a, um, an immense amount of respect for the analyst. You know, I mean, those, I don't know what it's because I don't really watch a lot of other sports, but our sport, I know those guys have to talk for eight hours. And not to the same thing, and 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 sometimes uh, and and make people uh, and and have will be excited about what's going on because you know so I, you know it's it's a it's a long hard job, and they have to say things to make people care. They have to say sensational things. They have to say everything they say has to be something that people care about. So I mean, I, I don't um, you know, I, and and matter of fact, Dan Harmony, one is, I think that we have the uh, our sport. We have some really great analysts. I think that Dan Hardy is one of the better ones. He yeah. uh, a, earlier in the game, he was, he was known for uh, breaking things down technically. And you know, I like hearing him. Uh, I like hearing Dominic Cruz a lot. I mean, some of the stuff he has to say is great. All of them. They have really great analysts. So I'm not here to go on and on back and yeah. forth
1: against him. Yeah, yeah. Me neither. I just, I was just. All I care about is number one. I wanted to finally watch it because I had to see it from the other side. Because having a medical background, a little and seeing a lot of people with brain injuries, I just I saw that he was. I mean, I noticed his eyeball. I noticed he was tracking his opponent. I noticed that. Uh, I noticed that his hand was up defensively, and so if you stop, I mean, if all referees stop fights when a guy gets hurt, when you, before he hits the ground, you guys are going to be in deep shit because. People are going to com- be complaining, so you have to give him a fair, sh- a fair chance. Because remember that Congo fight when he was like, uh, um, th- they were like, "Who was out?" Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Was- Pat Barry. He was like, I, I mean, yeah. they were like, they were out. And so, if you stopped it, or who who stopped? Who was that fight? Who ref that I fight?
0: Know. I think it was Dan Mergliata.
1: But if he stopped the fight, which most people thought he should have during the time, but now all of a sudden Pat Barry came and won um so now he he made twice as much money people don't realize when a fighter loses especially at that level um i mean you know like the janelle fight i don't know what he made exactly but to him or to his opponent that's a shit ton of money so if you if you uh you're, you're giving him a chance to make an extra maybe 40 grand that's a lot of money to those guys you know
0: Right. And, and and the bottom line and, and that not being that's not what I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the other things you said I mean and, and I, um, I mean I haven't uh, done any really any interviews about it because I put you know I, I have my own uh, I have my Instagram I can talk about it there and people can get it but I always want to talk to you because you know you're a coach and you have a medical background and uh and you care you know what I mean and also I was thinking like you might have been. You might have been the person. You know, I. I really. You know, talking to you on air is a little bit different. But I know that you're somebody who uh, who's going to tell me how they feel about stoppages. Yeah. And you. Uh, and you tend to uh, to uh, to want to get people stopped. You're not. You don't want to let people take uh, injuries.
1: So, oh, Yeah. You know. And that's why I was nervous because I was talking to. I got you know I got my my partner right here who's a who's, uh, you know the orthopedic surgeon and we're and I'm thinking. I got to see I didn't see it. I only saw one side of it because I'm watching on my phone and the camera was only one side. I didn't watch the replay. So he said it showed it from the other side. So when I watched it, I was like, oh, I was like so relieved because I was like I I know I know Herb and he's a, he's like the perfect guy. He doesn't stop it too soon, but he doesn't make let people take fucking brutal beatings and you didn't. I thought I thought the way you uh you I thought the way you uh um, you know, let him take another chance, but you didn't. You know, you didn't wait too long. You know, his eyes were on his opponent. He was trying to defend himself. You know, so I'm I'm glad it worked out that way, and uh, whoo, thank God.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think so too. I think, and that's what it was. It was okay, we know he's hurt, but he's, he's, his eyes are on his opponent, and he's he's doing things. doing things with his body. Let me you know, hey. He's trying to defend himself and he's gonna work it through. We're right. gonna give him a chance to work it through. He right. was hurt, he wasn't able to work it through, we stopped the fight, you know? And yeah. I and I don't think yeah, and I don't think that he that he took uh, any further injuries really.
1: No. You know? No, no, no. None of those really landed solid. And and, and I think Tronaldo I think Trinaldo, when he first saw the way he hit him, yeah, I think Ternaldo is a really caring, loving guy too. You know, he like trains people for free back in his Back in Brazil, he's just a great guy. So he's like, yeah, no, he's a really good guy. Yes, yeah, so they probably hit him and thought, oh shit! But then he didn't realize the guy's hands. You know, he was defending too. So you got to give them both a chance to 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 go out on a, a shield or, you know, or you know, win efficiently. So anyway, brother, yeah, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm I always love talking to you, and uh, and we'll talk again soon. And uh, I honestly think. You did the right thing. I really do. Well, well thank you. You're you're one of the uh, you're one of the people who was actually who's not an official who I would want to call and talk through with. So, man, it's good to hear that from you. And, uh, man, thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks. And if you ever want to talk, if you want to talk about this anymore, more get into more details, I'd love to. All right, brother. Okay. All right, brother. Talk to you later. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. All right, that was uh, okay. Well, the other thing I wanted to talk about was it's kind of running late now. Though the next fight, the next our next podcast. We're going to talk about should oblique and linear knee kicks be le- legal or not? Because I have a couple of different opinions about it. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the orthopedic surgeon, the doc, if you can kick someone in the
2: head, you're going to make an argument. You can't kick them in the knee.
1: No, but then again, I'll say you can <laughs> kick. You can kick them in the knee, but you can't kick them in the groin. So, yeah, I think there's. So I think yeah, I think that's right. But then I think if you should go one way, you should go one way or the other way. It's just, to me, it's too random. A 12 to 6? Oh, why? And then the oblique kick. How oblique?
2: Is it straight? Is it sort of oblique? Yeah. Is it sort of a, not an odd oblique kick? I don't know. So, yeah. So, it's like... <laughs> well, we'll talk about it next time. Yeah,
1: I think, to me, it's an easy point. It's an easy way to hurt someone's knee. and I, And I think, but you could hurt someone's brain. But then you say, okay... But then why not kick him in the balls? He's wearing a fucking cup. I don't think that should be off limits either. <laughs> so we'll talk about that next time. All right? right. Till next time, John. See you, man.